This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, January 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Lawmakers push for water infrastructure, thefts on the rise, and VAX mandate blocked. Costa, harder, push water priorities in infrastructure package. Representatives Jim Costa and Josh Harder of the San Joaquin Valley are urging the Biden administration to prioritize Western water needs in the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. The letter to the Interior Secretary, Deb Holland, and Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner, Camille Tutan, outlined several priorities. Major storage projects were top of the list, along with repairing canals, financing projects for groundwater sustainability, and supporting groundwater recharge projects. It is important to be aware that drought impacts far more than just farms and fields. They both write in the letter. It means lost jobs, less revenue for local schools, first responders, decreased public health outcomes, and less financial support for the small businesses and local economies. Reclamation is closing in on deadline for submitting a spending plan before Congress releases the funding later this month. Wire and tree nut theft on the rise. The Western Agricultural Processors Association, the WAPA, is warning members of increased criminal activity in the Central Valley. That, according to the California Rural Crime Prevention Task Force, wire theft is on the rise as the price for copper has hit $5 a pound. Thefts tend to happen on the weekends or when no one's around. A load of almonds and a load of pistachios have been stolen recently as well. The thieves staged a fictitious pickup to drive away with loads destined for the central part of the country. WAPA is urging members to schedule appointments at least a day ahead of time and match IDs and paperwork upon arrival. Taking photos of the driver, the truck, and the plates would help too, and even a thumbprint of the driver. USDA opens $225 million in RCPP funding. The Department of Agriculture is making available $225 million for public-private partnerships aimed at conservation projects with an eye on climate change mitigation, supporting urban agriculture, helping historically underserved producers. The money will be available through the two different forms of the Regional Conservation Partnership Program and should be coupled with matching funds to, quote, amplify the impact of the dollars, USDA noted in a release. RCPP is a public-private partnership at its best, NRCS Chief Terry Crosby said in a statement. We're harnessing the power of partnership to create lasting solutions to global challenges like climate change and support producers and communities who have been underserved in the past. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Co-ops cheer end to VAX mandate. The nation's farmer cooperatives are welcoming the Supreme Court's decision blocking the Biden administration's vaccine mandate on private employers. This action shows that OSHA needs to consider other alternatives to encourage vaccinations for workers across the country. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives said after the unsigned opinion was released 
yesterday afternoon. The group had pushed unsuccessfully for changes in the regulations, arguing that the mandate could worsen labor shortages. President Biden said it's, quote, now up to the states and individual employers to determine whether to make their workplaces as safe as possible for employees and whether their businesses will be safe for consumers during this pandemic by requiring employees to take up the simple and effective step of getting vaccinated. OSHA's emergency standard required workers at companies with 100 or more employees to be vaccinated or undergo weekly tests and wear masks. FDA and labor picks advance. A couple of President Biden's nominees who are familiar to U.S. agriculture, they're headed to the floor of the Senate for votes. They include Robert Califf, Biden's pick to run the Food and Drug Administration, the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee approved Califf's nomination 13 to 8. Califf ran FDA during the last year of the Obama administration. Now, the second and more controversial nominee is David Wheel. He was picked to run the Labor Department's Wage and Hour Division. Wheel, who ran the division during the Obama administration, clashed with members of the House Ag Committee in 2014 after the Labor Department used, quote, hot goods orders to go after growers in Oregon who were accused of violating wage regulations. Hot goods provisions allow the department to block the shipment of commodities that are alleged produced in violation of wage laws. The department later dropped the case and returned the money to farmers. The Senate Help Committee deadlocked 11 to 11 along party lines on the wheel nomination last year, but the panel approved his nomination yesterday at a vote of 11 to 10 because Republican Rand Paul of Kentucky was absent from the hearing. House members joined push for WTO challenge to Indian subsidies. GOP representatives Rick Crawford in Arkansas and Tracy Mann in Kansas 26 of their GOP House colleagues are joining the campaign from Capitol Hill to press the Biden administration to challenge India's wheat and rice subsidies at the World Trade Organization. American commodity producers are operating at a clear disadvantage to their competitors, primarily from India, where the government is subsidizing more than half of the value of production for rice and wheat instead of the 10% allowable under WTO rules. The House lawmakers wrote in a letter to U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Bilsack and U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. Senator John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, and 17 of his Republican colleagues delivered the same message in a letter to both Vilsack and Tai in December. Here's today's She Said It. This is about doing what works for farmers and recognizes the important stake that they have in protecting our land and water. That's Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, on USDA's announcement of $225 million in new funding through the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, January 14th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.